This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin and I. I'm Melissa Smith. It is great to have your company on this Friday morning. Uh, plenty to talk about. We will be chatting horse racing for the next half an hour. Sam, we say it every week, you've been pretty busy, especially <laughs> on a, on Saturday, the uh, Caloundra Cup. Yeah, it was a, a fantastic uh, day's racing. Unfortunately, there was no winners there for Sam, but it was still great to be a part of it. Um, we saw some great winners, and our special guest uh, this morning was all amongst it. So I'm looking forward to talking to young Jaden, Jaden Lloyd, that is, for those listening. Um, he's the winner of the Group 3 Winx Guineas on Saturday. But yes, it's been a busy week, uh, as per normal, uh, flat out. I had a a full book of rides at Doombin on, uh, sorry, Eagle Farm on Wednesday. We're at Doombin tomorrow. Uh, off to Rocky today um, to partner Axe in the new market. So hopefully Ooh, he love can. Axe. Yeah, I do love Axe. And he's been a little bit unlucky. Things just didn't go his way last start. He got a torrid run. I was stuck wide. And um, I was riding work for Jack at Deegan on Wednesday morning. And I said to the guys there that work with Jack, I said, if there is a God out there, I hope he just gives me a barrier inside of five because I promise I'll be a good girl. You know, I'll just, I'll go to church. I'll <laughs> confess my sins, whatever it takes. I just want this horse to get a good barrier. And when the barrier draws came out and he drew five, I was absolutely cheering. So yes, um, hopefully, yeah, just snuck in, but hopefully that's um, sort of just what he needs to do a little bit of a form reversal today. Um, it's not an overly strong field. He, he's got a lug around the top weight of 59, but he's in great form. He won a jump out sort of um, in between, you know, today's run and his run last start just to sort of uh, keep him ticking over. And he was bouncing out of his skin on Wednesday morning. So hopefully that's all a good sign. So we've got Rocky later on today. We talk about that. And we talk about the travel and how hard it is sometimes being a jockey all of the time, really, when you think about the lack of sleep, the weight loss, um, the diet at Travel is another one. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty fortunate here, to, to be honest. Um, since my move to Queensland, I've appreciated the fact that there are so many tracks within a sort of like a two-hour time mm. span, I think, in a circumference or radius, whatever. Um, so it's not too bad, but there are certainly times when I was back in NZ and I know that there are a lot of jockeys um sort of your Sydney and Melbourne jocks that are spending three, four plus hours going one way to the races, riding all day and then coming home, getting up early for track work the next morning, um, obviously losing weight, things like that. And then you've got the added pressure of not only the the physical side of the job, but the mental side of the job, which I'd say most jocks would say is the toughest part of it. Um, Having to think about what's happening in a race, what you're following, um, dealing with owners and trainers, et cetera. So yeah, I mean, 
I sort of feel like a bit of a rock star when I get on the plane and just fly around the joint. It's just a shame I don't own my own plane company. <laughs> you talk about mental and physical strain, or financially as well, if you're travelling that much when you're in NZ. Luckily here in Queensland, you don't have to do too much of that, but you're flying to Rocky, so you will make the races in time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we were a little bit pressed for time last time I rode mm. at Rockhampton because the flight was meant to depart at five minutes to nine, and then we all there was a seven of us jockeys that were actually in the first race flying from Brisbane to Rockhampton for that meeting and um, our plane was delayed until 10.20 so they actually had to move the whole time of the first race back half an hour and then we were still absolutely scraping in to make it there on course so I mean we are at the mercy of you know what happens you know things never go right with planes and travel and things like that Mm. and it's just um it's just part and parcel of it, but it can make the start of the day very stressful. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Hopefully you don't have a repeat of that. No. Uh, you mentioned our special guest in Jaden Lloyd. Let's bring him in now because he did have a fantastic weekend as well. Jaden, welcome to the Queensland Hoop. Great to speak with you. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you for joining us on this lovely Friday morning. How has the Friday treated you so far, Jaden? Yeah, just um, just got home. So I did a bit of track work, and um, yeah, just got home from track work. So um, just had a shower and then talked to you guys. Oh, and we're privileged to have you on. Talk to me about like it's been a, a hot minute since I was doing my apprenticeship. So I mean, mm-hmm. I remember it was like track work every day. It's easier for me like now. I'm a senior. I just sort of swan around and ride track work a couple like of times. A yeah, <laughs> a couple of times a morning. But people don't appreciate when you're doing your apprenticeship. It's relentless, right? So you're obviously apprenticed to um. Matt Hoisted and Steve O'Day here at Eagle Farm. And um, you're there at the track every morning. Do you have to do sort of afternoon shifts if you're not riding at the races as well? Um, not not so much afternoon shifts, but i got to sort of stay after track work and help them out, um, sort of do trot up to how horses are, how they pull up and that. So um, keep myself busy. But, yeah, it's, um, you obviously got to work hard, so just keep on trying to do that. Yeah, it'll all be worth it in the long run for sure. How much uh, longer have you got actually until you're out of your apprenticeship? Um, so I've ridden, I've outrode all my claim. Uh, I think I've only got a month left of my apprenticeship, and then I'll sort of come out my time. So I'm um, looking forward to that. And that's so exciting, Jeez, um, That's coming around hot and fast. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. It's all happened pretty quick. So um, no, I can't wait. It's fair to say, like, I always thought when I was starting my apprenticeship, I was like, this is just going to be, like, the longest four years of my life, and I just can't wait for it to be over. And then when you're out of your time and you're a senior, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. So <laughs> I feel like I'm always, um, I don't know, when I'm telling an apprentice, it's like, it's all right, it'll go quickly. And they're like, I don't believe you. But honestly, it, I feel like it does. But what a fantastic way to almost come, you know, obviously out of your time from an apprentice to being a senior for topping off, you know, obviously yeah. last weekend, you won it for John and Sheila with uh, Knight's Choice. I've got that right. Yes, Knight's Choice. Um, very progressive sort of a horse. Obviously, you'd won on him the start before at Doomben and he must have given you a fantastic feel that day and he absolutely just put pay to them on Saturday. Yeah, he's a lovely horse. Um yeah, he's been a special horse because on the Wednesday, he was my final winner to lose my claim. And then he was my first winner sort of out of my claim as well. So, um, yeah, he's been a special horse. Um, yeah, he's a, he gave me a lot of confidence when I sort of rode him in the midweeks. Um, obviously, it was different sort of gravy on Saturday. But um, he didn't, again, sort of in Sydney horses. But I was confident he was sort of up to them. Um, just happy he proved me right. Looking at the record for Knight's Choice, the last... 
four races now after your victory on the weekend, he's won. And then before that, he came second. And then before that, back in May, he came fourth. So he's just been working his way up, hasn't he? Yeah, he just seems like a horse has just improved all the time. Um, they actually didn't think he was much good when he started racing. And, um, <laughs> he was sort of unlucky not to win his first couple of starts as well. So um, yeah, he's a really nice horse. He's going to be a nice horse in the making. What do you think, um, like you said, that he, you know, he gave you some confidence, obviously, when you won on, on the start before. When you're going through a race, like, you know, riding a horse in a race like that, you jump out of the barriers. He's obviously a horse that likes to get, um, sort of likes to relax early, which, you know, for me personally, you know, you've got to think a lot more when you're that far back in the field because then you're also dictated to by tempo, what's happening in front of you and how you're going to also navigate a path to give him his best opportunity to find the line. So, you know, when you jumped out of the barriers, like what was going through your head sort of from that point through the race? Yeah, well, the start before when I rode him at Doom and they went very slow and the rail was out. As you know, it's sort of hard to make ground if you're back in the field. Um, and he pulled quite hard throughout the middle stages and I just thought getting back to Sunny Coast, if it was more genuine tempo, it would suit him better. And um, I just thought I'm just going to switch him off for the first 800 metres of the race and then sort of try and get out um, after that. And so I just sort of went back early and, just drop my hands on him because I, I just thought the main thing was just to get him to relax early and then he, that would help him sort of finish off the race better. Um, due to the start before, he just wanted to pull too hard. So um, once the tempo was more genuine and he could relax, um, he showed what good turn of foot he has. So, um, no, he's a really nice horse. Yeah, and obviously John and Sheila, they know their way around, you know, training some good horses. Sheila obviously being um, the trainer of Ethereal who won the Melbourne Cup many, many moons ago now, but um, she's obviously, you know, they've got an eye for a good horse, for sure. Do you think this horse going forward, obviously we sort of talked off here that he might have a little bit of a break and potentially into Melbourne for the spring. Is he a kind of horse you think is going to run um, over a little bit more of a further trip? I mean, the way he runs, you know, he likes to relax early and then he's got a, a fantastic turn of foot, which is um, very hard to find in a very good staying horse. Do you think, you know, he's going to be settled enough to run, you know, further than the mile trip he ran on Saturday? Yeah, I think so, for sure. Um, because he's just got such a great temperament. He He's a very intelligent sort of horse, and he sort of knows what it's all about now. So um, hopefully he can just learn to relax a little bit better. Um, that will help him obviously stay along the trips, but they're great trainers. I'm sure they know what they're doing. So, um, no, I don't see a reason why not. How did you celebrate on the weekend on Saturday? Because you had a couple of rides after that as well. But how did you celebrate your victory? Uh, um, well, I actually had to ride at Grafton the next day. So oh, I wasn't. Disgusting. There wasn't many parties for me. But um, yeah, I was in bed by nine o'clock. What people don't know too Dedicated. is. Yeah, racing is an, an absolute treat to us all. You know, one minute you're on cloud nine. So Jaden's gone out. He's ridden the winner at this group three winner. Absolute peach of a ride. We're all cheering for him. And then he goes out in the next race and we're going down to the start for the glass house. And I was like, there's a loose horse running around. I was like, I think that's Jaden. Like, What's happened to Jaden? So I didn't actually see what happened to you, but poor old Jaden, he's gone from hero to zero in about 15 minutes. <laughs> and yeah, his horse is flying around and gets late scratch. So what happened there with Fleetwood Macca? Yeah, well, she's, as you know, she's quite a stirred up sort of mare and um, obviously the crowd by that stage of the day was going insane and sort of going onto the track, she just got a bit excited and sort of had a horse sort of stop in front of me before I could get on the track and she sort of just had a panic attack and sort of just did a bit of a backflip on me um, 
and then I sort of got up and just sprinted onto the track and was running laps. So I had a quick reality check. After that. <laughs> Racing is just an absolute lever of all sorts. I just can't, you can't begin to describe how good it is. Or you can be having the absolute worst run and then within, you know, your luck turns. Like we were talking to Kyle last week, obviously off the back of him winning um, the Stratty and, oh, sorry, the Tiara. And, mm. you know, he was saying how he's had a rough carnival, you know, bitten suspended, these horses he you know, he could have ridden that at one stakes races and then lo and behold, a week or two later, he wins a group one. So, I mean, racing, it just, it does you head in, but that's what we're here for, isn't it? Like, we're just part of the ride, really. Pun the pun. Yeah, yeah you can't get too <laughs> high or too low. <laughs> what, what was it about racing that you really wanted to become a jockey? What was the draw card? Uh, well, Dad, maybe. Mm. I think it's just the adrenaline, really. Um, the excitement part of it is what I do it for and, um, yeah, it keeps on your toes anyway. And I feel like, obviously, Zach, your younger brother, is flying down in Sydney at the moment. We were having a little laugh about him before. So he's one win behind in the Sydney Premiership, and we're all cheering for him because we know he's had a bit of an up-and-down uh, – well, he has had a very up-and-down sort of a season in terms of he's out there, rides three or four winners this one meeting, and then he gets suspended and he's out for a little bit longer. And, you know, we could only imagine how many wins he'd be in front by now, but that's not how racing works, so – if anyone deserves to to win a premiership, it's Zach because I feel like he's only really been riding it for half of the season. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, you know he's um yeah, he needs to stay out the stewards room. I think Dylan Gibbard has had something like two hundred more rides than him, and he's one winner in front of him. So wow, that's wild, isn't it? That's insane. Yeah. What what kind of banter do you what kind of banter do you have with Zach? Do you talk to him like during the week most of the time, like every day, or are you just kind of like a bit of a casual relationship going on there? No, nah, me and Zach were very close. I phone him every day religiously. Um, and he's, he calls me a spastic all the time. I call him a spastic all the time. So <laughs> keep each other on our toes. <laughs> I love that bit of family rivalry going on there. Do you, um, like, what would you say your similar traits are? I think we're both pretty laid back. Um, not yeah. really too phased by most things, me and Zach. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably what we're most alike. I think that's so important too with racing because you really, well, you know, I look at well, like my cousin Jace mm. who rides in Sydney. Him and Alicia couldn't be any more different. Like Jace is cool, calm and collected and Alicia is full on foot flat to the floorboards. Like, and obviously they're two very good riders in their own way, but they're so chalk yeah. and cheese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, me and Zach are pretty similar I feel in like, a lot of ways. Yeah, and it must keep your dad or your mum and dad both on their toes as well. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, yeah. So we keep Jeffrey on his toes anyway. <laughs> I love that. Do you often pick each other up and and talk to each other about um, your rides? Do you know if he's ridden a horse that you haven't ridden before, or, or what form, different tracks, things like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's been a couple of horses of late where I'm riding he's ridden before, so it sort of helps out. And mm. Sometimes, like um, he's got a good connection with the horse, and then the owner will come down here like I rode a horse in the group one the other day that Zach won a group three on it and they kept me on it because I was Zach's brother so sort of helps out in certain ways um famous by yeah, association <laughs> not what you know it's who yeah. you know <laughs> joke yeah, just joking exactly just right. joking just joking yeah, yeah, what about so, this uh, what, no, what about this weekend talk to us about your rides this weekend yeah I've got a couple of nice chances um for a couple um, different trainers. So hopefully we've got a bit of luck. I think 
our horse of Van Dyke's horse good colleagues really really won well last start, so um, hopefully it'd be hard to beat. And then um, a horse for Anthony Friedman, um, who's been winning down in Melbourne, um, has come up here. So um, she also looks like she's a really nice horse going forward. You got a good barrier there too, barrier four, Skidamarink. Yeah, yeah, it's got nice speed, so sort of roll forward and. Um, yeah, it looks a really nice progressive horse. It's obviously quite a strong race, but um, yeah, the Melbourne form's always strong. Fantastic. Oh, well, we'll, uh, we'll have to uh, race you home for a milkshake. I think I've got about eight or nine rides on Saturday, so I'll be hanging on to Jaden's tail. Hopefully, <laughs> it might bring me some good luck. <laughs> Fingers. I'll be hanging on to yours. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. No love lost, hey? No love lost. No. Jaden, thanks so much for joining us on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin and I. It's been fabulous to talk to you. All the best of luck. Uh, congratulations. One month to go until you finish your apprenticeship. Well done. And uh, make sure you invite us when you decide to have a party for your group three one. You know, <laughs> Alyssa and I, we're going to be very put out if we don't get an invite. We'll bring the party hats. We'll and bring the, the streamers. <laughs> Jaden Lloyd there, apprentice jockey, one on the weekend. Uh, a fabulous Jockey, fabulous bloke, and someone you know very well. Yeah, lots of time for Jaden. He's a he's a great young jock coming through the ranks, and yeah, just I was so so pumped for him. So pumped. Yeah, brilliant. I can't wait to see you both uh, race head to head on the weekend. Yes. Well, stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. What are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We'll be back after the break. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, where we are bringing you the latest racing Queensland news. Sam, a quick recap. Where can we see you riding? Well, you turn your TVs on today. I'll be at Rockhampton. I'll just uh, quickly get on my broomstick and fly from <laughs> here to Rocky. Um, I get to partner Axe in the new market there this afternoon. We're very Exciting. excited about that. And then I will have a busy day at Doombin tomorrow. I think I've got about eight or nine rides there. A couple of nice ones to look out for. Shodra, obviously. Won on her last start for yeah. Team Friedman. She won very well at the Sunny Coast. Also, uh, Typhoon Tavi for Tony Gollan taking a little bit of a drop back in class. So, um, so, yeah, looking forward to riding her too. Beautiful. And then Sunday wrapping the weekend up at the Sunny Coast. Yeah, so the Sunny, Sunny Coast. Very, uh, yeah, always looking forward to my Sundays there. It's always a nice day, lovely track. Um, yeah, hopefully the traffic's not too bad coming home. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed, yeah, fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Hey, uh, before we get into where racing will continue across the weekend, during the week, a couple of days ago, Jimmy Orman, the youngest person to ride 100 Metro winners, 26 uh, years of age. Unreal. Jimmy's just like the nicest person too. He's um, obviously extremely successful, fantastic jockey, so humble. He's got two beautiful children, lovely wife Heidi. So I know he's out there working hard every day, but he um, he just sort of flies under the radar because he's just, you know, he's just such an unassuming kind of a bloke. Um, but congratulations to him. He deserves all the success he gets. Very big congratulations. Well, as mentioned, racing does continue this weekend. 
Doombin, where you'll be. Toowoomba tonight, meet there. Rockhampton as well. Aquasbow Desert in the country. Barcolden, Home Hill, Esk and Roma. On Sunday, as we mentioned, it'll all be wrapping up on the Sunshine Coast. Sam, best of luck. Thank you, thank you. And thanks for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I on SEN Track. It's been great to have your company. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, you can visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Sam, best of luck. We can't wait to see you on our TV screens. Happy racing.